You're listening to the Amber Wetterer. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Emerald Reprobates podcast. This is episode 45. Yes, 45. Um, with myself, Derek. And James. Um, welcome along to another episode which you can hopefully hear me speaking <laughs> in. Yes. Because apparently you couldn't last week. No, it was very off-putting on an early Sunday morning. Derek. Not hear me? Yeah. I would imagine that's a good thing. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened. I mean... I did, you know, again, as I said, as I joked to you during the week, it would be great if we knew anything technical about computers, right? Because yeah, well, like we kind of, you know, we go in on this on the fly. We're kind of flying blind here, and you yeah. know, YouTube tutorialing our way through podcast world. That's it. We're no Alan Turing. <laughs> no, definitely no Alan Turing. Yes, as in, well, we don't smoke cock, but uh, no. <laughs> what you call we're it? But we're not alive in the fifties. We're not alive in the fifties. Exactly. Many, many reasons we are not Alan Turing. But definitely one of them is that we are not building supercomputers mm. or getting my audio correct on a podcast. Yes. I don't know what happened. It was like uh, you got eleven minutes of nearly having to listen to me, and it's like I was two miles away <laughs> <laughs> talking you're to s- you. You were sat on the couch over there. Yeah. But um, anyway, I'm sure you just probably got the drift of what was going on. I think it was when we were talking about the Oscars or something. So yeah, didn't particularly not matter. important. Yeah, I, did, I didn't particularly have anything good to say anyway. But uh, yeah, welcome along. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening, liking, sharing and all that jazz. And I guess this week we should probably give a bigger shout out to the great British people public who, uh, for some peculiar no. reason, have been checking us out more this week. Okay. Um, and that is evident for two reasons. One, that this that's tell me the uk and the <laughs> other that the search terms that are coming in you know i only booked a holiday there during the week myself so clearly it is that time of year because the search terms that are popping up all week long through the roof sticky vicky <laughs> sticky vicky dead and sticky vicky show so people are clearly concerned as to if i book a holiday in benedorm is this old bag still alive sticking yes. things up our fanny <laughs> or you know if she is <laughs> where is this show and can yeah. i go see it <laughs> and if she's dead is our corpse there are you allowed to stick, can things, I stick up things, things in the corpse yeah you can get your photo it's like a photo of us shooting a v for <laughs> victory you can go up and just like stick your bell in there and go, yeah, get a photo it's like that when you go to north korea you have to go past uh kim jong's grandfather he's lying in state there and you get the like in a Cinderella coffin or something? Yeah. Okay. Yes, you, you want or not Cinderella, them. Sleep Beauty. Yeah, no. either one. No way. It was one of them. One of them ended up yeah. oddly anyway. sitting in a glass coffin. Yeah. This old Korean guy's in a glass coffin and you wander up and bow four times as you go round them. <laughs> Dipped in formaldehyde. Yeah. And then you wander off. Okay, fair you, enough. You'd notice you went to see more Henry Rollins. Yes, or cared about North Korea. Yes. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so people are concerned about Sticky Vicky. I was in Benidorm last year, as we did speak about on a previous podcast, but had zero interest in seeing some fucking, what looks like 60-year-old or something like that, you know, whipping out beads and fucking doves yeah. and whatnot out of our bleeding family. If you wanted that, you'd get down to those uh, uh, clubs in Dublin on a Sunday night for the L ones. Yeah, the door, the Dusty Fanny Club. Yeah. But um, although she has got a daughter who's coming coming up the ranks now. Right. She's 42. <laughs> um, well, yeah, she ain't no spring chicken, but she's not. She ain't 40. It doesn't look 42 in the pictures, but, you know, I mean, but she's, yeah, she's not. It doesn't she, look classy either. No, of course not. She's pulling shit out of her fanny for a living. I mean, come on. It's a given that she's not classy, like, you know. But to be fair, I mean, it's part of the fun that is Benidorm and, like, all its wackiness. And it is, it is a bit of crack. Not that I would go see that. I did go see a sex show, but, I mean, and... I got showed up to another place and was told that the, the lesbian sex show was off because it was too <laughs> quiet. So a little disappointed that night, but you look, what are you going to do? Can't win all the battles. No. But anyway, um, um, jolly good, hi there and hello. That's uh, yeah. about the best British accent you get out of me. Or, how do? You, yeah, how do? Or, um, no, what was it? There was some lad who said one day over Xbox and it was hilarious. And I used to mimic it pretty good to the point of where I had one of the lads convinced every time. It was... um. Oh, what was it? He called somebody. I know it broke down anyway. He was calling somebody a cum bubble. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in an English, I was like, yeah, you fucking cum bubble. Something oh. like that. You know, I don't know. That's. Well, now we've thanked them. Can I complain about them? By all means. I mean, hey, why not just pull a 180 there? We just reeled in a few <laughs> listeners and said, yeah, thanks for listening, but now we're going to just fucking put yeah. this back down. It's the Monday after the Ireland beat England in the Six Nations. Yes. Which was today. Yes. No? Yes. Yesterday. <laughs> 
What day is it? It's the Monday after Ireland beat England in the Six Nations. Okay. It's the Monday after Ireland beat England in the Six Nations. <laughs> right, grand, okay. Have you figured out what day it is yet? No, I don't know what day it is. I wasn't at work today, so it has to be it's Monday. It's the Monday. I've said it three times. Okay, yes, so it's Monday. <laughs> right, go on. Anywho. <laughs> is this relevant? Is the day of the week relevant to the story? No, no so stop confusing me with your, your technology <laughs> and your days. Confusing you by telling you the day. Yeah, but I don't fucking abide by it. The man right. doesn't tell me what time it is or what day it is. I go anyway, on my It's own. the Monday after. Yes. <laughs> Ireland beating England in the Six Nations. In Dublin, a bunch of English people wandering around. Right. <coughs> I'd like to ask them, tell them, demand from them, not to get into my car and call me drive. Okay. Don't call me anything. Would be preferable. But my name's on the dashboard on the ID card. So what? Did so they, they op- open the door, get in, and say hello, drive. Right. So they're not just being rude and getting in and kind of going drive. No, that, that they, they they think. That's ex- it's acceptable to call the driver of the taxi drive. Right. I don't know. I never. I never. I've never encountered that. Obviously, not driving a taxi would yeah. help with that situation. Right. But um, no, it's not something I've ever even seen referenced in a film or a show or anything like that. Bar somebody maybe inexplicably mm. getting into a taxi and just saying drive, like the taxi man should know in what direction or where yeah. to. And it's not just when they get in, they talk. If they if they're asking a question like "Where's good to go?" Drive. Oh, really? So yeah. they, they're actually. Referencing, like, so that's their go to yeah. thing that they're calling you drive. What do you want? <laughs> We've been invaded. Yes, we have been invaded here. Please say hello. Hi. A bit louder. Hi. Jesus. Useless. Get out. So, anyway, interruptions aside. So, mm. this is just their thing call you drive. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, it's a bit condescending. It is. Yeah, it's a, it's a touch condescending, all right. It's there in the top two things of people getting into my car and calling me that I, I can't stand. Oh, what's happened before? Oh, every time, every, a lot of English people, it's not just oh, this okay. weekend, it's it's a very common thing. Well, then it's not even a regional thing then, like they, you'd say, like, you know, maybe it's Southerners, maybe it's, it's Northerners. De- it's definitely more Southerners, but okay. it's, 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 it is, Eng- and it's not Scots or Welsh, it's English. Right, specifically. Yeah. Um, those, uh, as Darren would like to refer to them, those uh, soft southern puffs. Yes. Like to get in and it call is. you drive. Yeah, yeah. Th- it doesn't even, I mean, driver, I could nearly understand because, yes, you are the driver yeah. of the vehicle. So oh, to dri- say, excuse me, driver, where's good to go? Yeah. Or, yeah, hello, driver. Hmm. But drive. Yeah, and especially my name is in fairly big letters on the dashboard. Uh, I, I'd give so. them that, that. You're not going to get in and start reading every fucking label and sign mm. in no, the car. No, and if you're in the back or whatever. Yeah, but a lot of people do. They, they get in and they know it's there so that they'll they look for it. Okay, yeah. No different yes. than a name badge. Hello, yeah. Judy. You yes. know, <laughs> as, you, as you check out somebody's name badge. Okay, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, what that, yeah I, I, I'm just trying to think of it. And, you know, if somebody's walking mm. to my shop and say... Hello, hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See this, it is. Yeah, that, that, that's what I was just gonna say. Hello, barber. Yeah. Wouldn't really bother me, but yeah. So somebody was gonna go. Hello, hair. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> hair. But um, give me a shop I can size there. Hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I say. It's now mildly condescending. I mean, I don't. It's not offensive in any way or anything like that. Just no. definitely just air, an air of condescending. I kind of. Yeah, but there's, there's no need to say drive driver. No, just just you don't just say anything. Just yeah. go and say hello. I'd like to go to. You don't uh, give me a title. I don't need one. Yeah, I don't know. You, no you, you don't wander in and say hello, shopkeep. Well, you shouldn't. Well, hello, I don't know. I mean, girl. In the oldie times will be hello, barkeep and stuff like yeah. that, or point there, barkeep and all. So I don't know. Maybe it harks back to something like that. Yeah, where that it's the English are twats. Yeah, it could be that too. Um, but uh, I don't know. I've no real, I, I I have no input on that bar to say that yeah, it does seem. Hang on. I've just been told to look at something on eBay, but I can check that later. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it does definitely just seem a bit condescending, all right, to just get in and kind of say, hello, drive. Like, they've just put a weird, meaningless title on somebody. But at the same time, then, if you find that it's commonplace wherever they're from, well, then like, the, if there's no real malice, like if they're not actually being condescending, like if there's no malice in it, like if, if they are engaging you in conversation, mm. kind of going like, you know, <clears throat> even if they're calling you drive yeah, but they're, right. they're actively asking you you know oh, where's good or did you see the match or something well then to me it would seem like they're not there's no malice in what they're saying but it's just a weird cultural thing yeah but like, it doesn't mean 
I have to like it. No, you don't have to like it, of course not. You don't like anything, though, so... There is that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I get where you're coming from, but I think... Did they engage in conversation? Uh, some, some of them do. Right. But it's generally, like, where's good to go? I don't know. I don't drink. Yeah. Yeah, but you're meant to be in the know. Same way people come in. I, I, I know where it's popular. I don't know where it's good. Yeah, but so that's, it's a very that's different good. question. Yeah, but that's good enough. Like, cause, I mean, a lot of the time, that's all they're looking for is a busy spa. A lot of women and all. Like, if it's yeah, blokes, they're looking for a busy spa. Everybody spot, goes for coppers. Yeah. But that's the, it's busy. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what I mean? It's still, that's where they want to be brought is where there's going to be lots of fucking fanny running around and loose women and all that jazz. Yeah. So anyway, you finished giving out about our core audience group. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which we now just lost. Hello, America. Well, you're listening to the Emerald Reverbates podcast. Or um, Scotland. Or Scotland. Well, yeah, well, yeah, because it does actually show up as UK, so I guess. Yeah. We're going to pause this here and get some more tea. Yeah, well, work away. I'm going to just um, bring up my list of things to talk about. Oh, Madonna fell on her fucking, I was going to say her face, but she didn't fall on her face at all. She fell on her dodgy hip or whatever. Well, her now dodgy and hip. You wouldn't tell if she fell on her face. It looks battered. Yeah, she is. She's got that. I couldn't believe it. It was only when we were talking about this that we were kind of deliberating on what age she was. And I would have honestly thought that she was well in her 60s, like maybe even kicking the arse off a of 70. And it was just news to me then that, uh, you listen, you may get up and get a drop of cow juice for that <laughs> fucking bit of tar you just poured in me cup. Um, it turns out, like, you know, I mean, I think she's only, no, I, I didn't care enough to actually look up the exact age, but definitely seems like she's in her 50s, you know, that sort of way, which for me was shocking because she looks like an old leather handbag that's just been left in the sun. She looks fucking terrible for a woman who's in. For a woman, is that the lifestyle that she potentially could have or should have had? Being lots of money, never actually having to fucking really it work. That weird yoga body. It looks good when you're young, but doesn't age well. It looks no, all stretchy and but, saggy. But, but that's what I'm saying. But if she's in her fifties, she's definitely getting on in years. But she shouldn't be at that. My skin has lost all elasticity, and I now look like a fucking shriveled old prune. Like I mean, but that's where she's that's at. She is. Like, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. That's where she's at. So it looks really odd, that, and it was that she's got that weird fucking. You know, my skin. You, she looks like she could nearly kind of pull her arms <laughs> in, like a leave the skin and like turn around inside herself, and put the arms, like walk around, uh, crisscross <laughs> version of that uh, Men in Black body. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's the dude. I never knew. Like for D'Onofrio. Yeah, I never yes. knew for the longest time that that's that dude. He's playing Kingpin in the new Daredevil right. TV show. He was also in the Judge. Oh yes, you watched this, didn't you? I did. So was it worth an Oscar nod? No. Well, it didn't it's get. Well, it just got. A, when you say something got a nod, does that mean they got the win or the nomination? Nomination. Okay. It was the best supporting actors, just Downey Jr. and Robert Duvall shouting at each other. A bit. Yeah, we spoke about this last yeah. week. I'll, you probably didn't hear me talking about it, but uh, we did speak about yeah. this last week. But yeah, it definitely sounded a bit, a bit shit to me. Anyway. Yeah, it's just like Downey Jr.'s this hotshot lawyer, is Elad Duvall's the judge, and. He goes back because his, his ma dies and... Which is them having it out. He doesn't agree with the party. Well, the, the, the father then knocks down somebody he's sentenced. Uh, he's a touch of Alzheimer's or something. They don't know what's wrong with him. Oh, right. But it ends up with Downey Jr.'s defending him in the court. And right. Of course, father still thinks he knows best. Yeah, and all they're, this they're shouting, there's court. They're shouting in the house. Yeah. And he can't handle the truth. Yes. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you see, but that, that's the thing that always gets it's me. D'Onofrio's the older brother. Oh, okay, very good. Um, yeah, because clearly him and Robert Downey Jr. look like their siblings. Yeah. But um, now that's the thing that always gets me. I mean, I, I've probably said this before, but like for me, movies is escapism. It's it's fucking give me action, give me horror, give me comedy, whatever. And although it's not that I don't enjoy them, they're not the film. They're not my go-to film. Is your Oscar-y type kind of mm. dramas, whatever. You, I don't like pigeonholing them. They will call them dramas for want a better. Yeah, thing. That, that's all. It is. It's not. Yeah. It's not action. It's not a thriller. This is what I'm saying. So, like, therefore, like these sort of films don't usually interest me. But I did sit down the other night and um, we were going to put on American Sniper, but the copy of it you gave me is an MKV file and wouldn't play on the Xbox. Aww. I know. I had to download a better illegally download a better <laughs> file type. But uh, so I ended up we went with the Imitation Game instead. Yeah. And uh, Alan Turing again. Yes. <laughs> this is how I know I'm not <laughs> Alan Turing. But. Um, this time last week, it would have been, who's Alan Turing? Yeah, I would have. 100% I would have, yeah. But um, but the thing was, I do like your man, is it Mark Strong? Yeah. I do really like him in films. He, he was a Kingsman and that. He was Marilyn and Kingsman. Yes. And I do really like him and stuff. But anywho, um, yeah, I enjoyed it. But again, like that, 
I just by the end of it, I'm just like, yeah, okay, I kind of get it now. You know what I mean? Because nothing is really happening. Like you know what's going to happen because obviously you understand that he gets the thing working. They crack the code. They defeat you know yes. you know the Nazis were defeated and all this sort of crack. so while it was mildly amusing his mannerisms and all at the start it then just started getting a bit annoying and stuff like that and then even the little kind of so-called plot twist that red herring of the dude being the Russian spy and all this sort of crack. You kind of, I, at that stage I didn't particularly care I was kind of I was kind of getting bored with it at that stage you know that sort of thing it wasn't a bad movie I'm, okay I'm glad I watched it I sat through it did hold me attention but that's where I'd be very different I'd get bored during the Avengers at the battle just okay they're flying around they're shooting each other I yeah but care. it's just eye candy you know what I mean for me that's just it's just eye candy I mean I don't go into those films looking for any sort of spiritual enlightenment or education mm. I go in with the brain switched off and it's like ooh look at the flashing colours like you know that sort yeah, of like that, that bores me if it's going on for more than five minutes yeah which it does at the end of these blockbusters but the imitation game I thought I'd seen Birdman during the week I thought that was a better film it's not a you thought which was a better film imitation game okay it's funnier it's just yeah, because it was hell, funny in yeah. places. That's the thing. Like, like uh, even down to kind of one of the first times you see him when the cops come to his house for the the break in. Like, you know, that's all right. He's insulting them. Yeah, he just. <laughs> but like, but you know, like again, like that that he's not intentionally insulting them. He's just speaking so matter of fact that like it is insulting. It's very, yeah. it's very degrading, very insulting to these guys now. But now, like I say, I mean, it was a good film. I watched it. That was it. I'd never mm. watch it again. Like I, I could never see. I would. I intend to sit down and watch it again in a few weeks. Really? Yeah. Ah, fuck that. I watched a documentary. Oh. Codebreaker. Based on Alan Turing. Yeah. <laughs> you had two lads sitting down as Turing and his shrink after he was convicted of being gay. Yeah, that that was something that actually I, I didn't actually know that it was a crime. Yeah, very, very recently, yeah, especially in Ireland. Yeah, or something like that, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I never knew that. I never knew mm. it was actually a crime, like, you know. Yeah, you you, couldn't, you couldn't love the cock. No. And that there was, that's another thing that, um, I don't know how I came across it a while back, but chemical castration to me, I always thought involved some form of acid, you know, <laughs> and, and literally your bollocks getting fucking dipped in a vat of acid, like fucking uh, yeah. the dip in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, like, you know what I mean, just going to fucking melt you down. But yeah, I never I realized mean, that obviously chemical can just be a tablet, like, you know, that yeah. sort of way, and it's basically... I'm it's sure just, it might still be alive or might have lived longer if that was it though yeah. rather than what he went through yeah the torture of having to like, yeah take basically hormone treatment yeah. like, you know that's but it and according to the documentary he would have eventually started growing tits of that, course yeah because I mean it's, it's basically that I think want. they're trying to suppress the testosterone in you so they're yeah, probably literally just taking oestrogen like you know I don't know but yeah, I have much. to assume that that's what it is yes. which is a, a, essentially if I'm not mistaken, I do think it will affect the size of your fucking dick as well. I do think... Um, maybe not your dick, but your balls that will shrink. Yeah, because it's something to do with the fact that whatever way... Like, you know, obviously, uh, when you're a fetus, like, the the clit and the dick is the same organ, like, before, like, the Y chromosome comes into play, like, you know, that sort of way. So, therefore... Yes. It's like the, the joke in Clerics too about the the next step after an yes. oversized clit is an undersized <laughs> dick. But um no it is. That but yeah, it, I don't know why I always assume chemical castration involves some sort just, of just sticking that out in the acid nuts first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know like legit the more you think about it, like what's the logistics yeah. of that? Like teabag in a fucking yeah. a vat of acid like you know? yeah, he's not voluntarily doing it, so he's yeah, so some lad's holding down. up his pecker, like, yeah. dipping his balls into a thing, like, yeah. Like I say, the more you think about it, yeah, my original theory makes no <laughs> sense. Put more thought into Has these things. Has much better com <laughs> comedy value, like, you know, that sort of way, but definitely mm. probably not going to work. But yeah, it turns out, yeah. yes, just take a tablet yes. <laughs> or a shot or something, I don't know what to do. And it wasn't in the film, but now Alan Turing is a, a big name for something called the Turing Test. Right. It's to decide whether computers can think for themselves. He invented this test where a human asked an AI a bunch of questions. All oh, right. So even back in the, he in the early fifties, kind of he knew what was happening. This was what way it was going. Yeah. Oh, he was definitely. I mean, you know, you'd love to kind of see him, and by today's standards, I mean, you, you, there's, I don't think there's any doubt about the fact that he would ha be on the on the fucking autism spectrum, like you know what I mean? Oh, definitely. Like, you know, because 
the, that's the thing I mean obviously with there being no link between intelligence and autism like it's the fact that they do reckon that like you know brain surgeons and heart surgeons and all most of them are actually you know very high functioning autistic people like our Asperger's where it gives them that attention to detail where mm. me or you aren't going to stand over somebody's open heart for fucking six or seven hours no. you know you're going to after six or seven minutes you're bored you're like, Ooh, what's this if I poke <laughs> this what's it do you know that sort of way you like, start thinking about stuff that happened the day before yeah or if it's me just forget my train of thought <laughs> like, you're just going to go what was I doing here oh yeah what nurse what am I here now <laughs> what's the ventricle or the atrium or whatever atrium no is it atrium no, so. that that's uh, like a porch or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why you do not want me doing open heart surgery. I'm in, I'm f- installing a fucking weather glazed door in this lad's chest. But anyhow, yeah, they definitely. But man, the man had some brain on it. Though. I mean, did. to concoct. I mean, even I, I know it's pretty dramatized for the film, but like that machine, like to mm. build that from scratch out of your fucking head. Like I mean, if you think of anything. The most basic, what we consider the most basic of thing. And uh, if you actually ask you, how does that work? Or could you reproduce that? Like, you know, the one that always blew my mind. I go, okay. The, the thing that always blew my mind was vinyl, like records. The whole thing of turning around and you get this molded piece of plastic and you stick a needle on it and it, there's music. Baffling. Yeah. I couldn't tell you how it does it. No more, but I mean, even come forward to cassettes or CDs. I couldn't, like, I mean, for the life of me, couldn't even begin to tell you how those things work. And imagine that this man, before, well, obviously vinyl existed at the time, but, like, you know, before anything even remotely digital existed, this man made a computer, like, out yeah. of his brain. It's nuts. Yeah. Well, what did that. you run to get there? The, a book called The Knowledge by Lewis Dartnell. Right. I'll read the, the thing on the inside cover. Yes. Uh, I'm sure it has a name. If we were cleverer people, we might know what it's uh, called. Dust cover. No. Dust jacket. <laughs> no, the, the, the little excerpt. Blurb. blurb. <laughs> Go uh, on, anyhow. The Knowledge is a journey of discovery, a book which explains everything you need to know about everything. This is the quick start guide for rebooting civilization, which will tra- transform your understanding of the world and prepare you for when it's no longer here. So uh, when there's a zombie apocalypse and you don't know how to work things, you gotta get yourself. You got the book, and I mean that's a fairly weighty. Uh, no, what's it made of? Fucking helium. <laughs> it's a pretty big book. It weighs nothing. <laughs> or am I just getting stronger? Well, we're about to be out getting our we were getting our, we were getting our pump on, so body maybe count. I, maybe I am. Uh, yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah. We'll get back to that. Um, yeah, this is definitely a book that could probably cave in a skull or two. Yeah. If if you believe Walking Dead consistency of skull density, this could definitely take out a few zombies. But yeah, we were um we were training earlier on and um we were James decided to go all old school on the music selection this week. Back to nineteen ninety one, motherfuckers. Yes, apparently so with his uh what was it what was his nigger's name? <laughs> Ernie C. Ernie C and Moose Man. <laughs> we were listening to none other than Ice T's Body Count. And I remember having this, and I can tell a story about this. Uh, I would have been obviously nine. Well, it probably wasn't 91 when I was listening to this, but I had a copy of this on cassette, possibly around 93, yeah, 92, 93. Thereabouts. thereabouts. And I remember, like, I don't know what I was up to or what I was doing, but as a form of punishment or way of kind of putting me in check, was almost a, you know, listening to this record backwards, you'll hear Satan-style punishment. <laughs> my mum and dad, like, took all my music off me. Oh, no. Yes, because apparently music was making me bad. It was. Yes. <laughs> well, you listen to this, yes. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> if you listen to this, yeah, I wanted to shoot people in the face and mm-hmm. all this hard crack. Uh, home Invasion was by Ice-T. Was it I say? Yeah, I thought it was. Um, what you call it, bud? Yeah, body count. Because I actually went to see body count, possibly body around count. the body count. Yeah, it's literally. I mean, the body whole count. album is Ice K, Ice K, Ice T, just talking and saying body count. Body body count. count. And when he says body count, I don't know which one of these lads behind him is going to go body count behind. No, I echo it. Wasn't like, the band? It was one of the other guys. Yeah, it, like plus, yeah, you know, it was like I said, these lads rolled with such big crews. It was probably just one guy's job yeah. to do that to echo Ice T. Yeah. You're the first body count. You're you say second body count. Yeah, but fuck me, it was bad. You're lying to thirty guys walking onto the stage. I know. Stage. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a pageant thing. Each one just steps up to the microphone. Hmm? Body count. And walks off. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, pretty fucking bad though. I mean, I know a lot of stuff does age badly, and it's only when you go. We were only talking about system of a down recently. Yeah. I mean, and that's pretty recent. That's the last ten years, and like, that's aged terribly. Like it's really fucking bad. It and does. I don't think it's just your taste changing because I still listen to a lot of the same stuff. But you know, something just ages badly. You're just gonna go, oh yeah, that doesn't sound as yeah. hot as I used no, to think. Some, some of our songs still hold up, but I'll, yeah, but over, few. overall, yeah, no. very few. Yeah. But so body count body definitely <laughs> did not hold up. But I was shocked. I mean, again, it's a sign of getting fucking old old as fuck like is that that, uh, that was 24 years ago like that's insanity like i mean this is a long time yeah i mean it's longer ago than how old i was when i was listening to it by nearly double like you know that's sort of way like which is fucking insane like you know that's sort of way but i seen them live um one time anyhow i remember got to see them and it was possibly the sfx or say so. the tivoli it was one or the other and got oh here we are hold it in there yeah the people body count yeah motherfucker there's four or five minutes of that that's enough yeah of that. well that's that's like eight <laughs> three, uh, three eight, minutes that's, that's but that's eight body counts we got there and mm, it was what, eight, possibly eight, four or five seconds of song? 18 seconds 18 seconds yeah but not all of us singing yeah so when, uh, when the vocal yeah, well, yeah technically <laughs> speaking there's not one bit of singing on that whole fucking album but yeah apart, apart from the ballad <laughs> yeah that was a weird slow song on it but now anyhow <laughs> i remember then when my mom and dad would go out like i knew where they were they were just like in a drawer in my dad's room like you know what i mean so when my mom and dad would go out i'd just go in and take them listen to them pervert mm. my mind a little bit more and then put them back yeah. when they'd get home if, like, if, if you were thinking you you taped them and the probably tape. didn't have a double disc tape deck no, or then, then you got two and went from one to the other you, you got you you played it and recorded it Oh, that's As fuck no. Imagine the audio quality of that. Know, even people did. Nah, man, even back then, I don't think I would have been that fucking old school or shitty about it. No, you had to have... I always remember, like, that was the thing where Hoagie next door, like, they... And, I mean, the thing is, they wouldn't have been any kind of... They weren't a well-to-do family, but for some reason, like, they always seemed to have more high-tech shit and all than we ever would have had, like, you know, that sort of way. But I always remember he had, like, a ghetto blaster and double tape deck and mm. all. He would have been one of the first ones I knew, like, yeah. that, a CD player and did stuff. Did he walk around well. with, the, with the ghetto blaster? Uh, yes, we did, actually, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, somebody else walked around with the batteries. <laughs> yeah, somebody else with a, an extension lead then because the batteries <laughs> failed, like, you know. But yeah, no, it is, man, simpler times, man. I can remember, like, just sitting in the field, listening to mm. the radio. At the time, I do remember one time I was sitting around, not with Hoagie, but this other lad um, that uh, that I used to pal with ended up on fucking heroin. So clearly this music was perverting us, <laughs> but anyway. Um, not all of us, but... Tuning in to Phantom back when it was... Broadcast a, from a shed and pirate Sandy radio Fred. station, yeah. And he used to only broadcast at certain hours of the day because I know the lad was in work or school or something like that. But, uh, yeah, I remember tuning in and, like, You'd you know... you hear somebody shouting... Uh, can't remember his name come down for your dinner yeah I, I couldn't remember so I'd be too young but yeah anyway bouncing around the stories here but yeah I was about to see Body Count anyway one time and body Ice tea and Body Count yeah it's just you know I remember I mean obviously at the time and even listening to the songs this evening like I could see why like a 13 year old me would think it was great it's not like he's coarse and he's talking about bitches sucking his dick he's <laughs> shooting cops in the Sp- face smoking pork he's fucking yeah yeah the first thing that the intro very first thing is called smoked pork like i mean that says it all <laughs> but like you know you could see why like a 13 year old me would have been like really kind of kind of go, oh this is the coolest thing fucking ever like but like the, the 36 year old me now listening to it just kind of goes holy fucking shit how did that man ever make a fucking cent in the music industry yeah. and how the fuck did he end up an actor like oh, you look like you're gonna hit me with some knowledge here i'm trying to find out the name of the, the lad who ran phantom all right okay um but yeah so that was fucking body cam and that was pretty bad and that was the imitation game we're bouncing around all over the fucking place here tonight yeah. before um, before we leave music the, yes. Euro- the eurovision was on oh uh, was on, on on the late late show the picking the irish song i was gonna say surely i would have heard about yeah. it if it was actually on and they picked a 16 year old from tipperary right and I, I didn't hear any of the songs but i only assume like i heard her one then but they're generally poppy yeah. fucking nonsense yeah but i I can only assume that if she w- didn't look like that, she wouldn't have been picked. If she looked more from like a donkey from a swamp. Oh, no, she's sixteen. Yeah, they would have said no. Like, it's more on we got a, she's a good looking chick. Attra- attractive girl. Yeah. who can kind of sing. Molly Sterling sounds like a real stage name, doesn't it? It does. Um, Sterling Archer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that's a good looking chick. All right. Yeah. But fuck, sixteen is that yeah. legal? Am I allowed looking at her like that? Yes. 
Okay. You shouldn't, but you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kill your jets there now, you know. What's that Darren says? Age is only a number. It is. Um, I don't think the judge will agree. No, yeah. Judges generally don't tend to go with that as a defense in pedophile cases. You know, Jimmy Savile tried it. Yeah. Shall we uh, uh, kind of slander the name of a footballer who's appeared on Twitter being arrested for having sex with a 14-year-old girl? Of course we shall. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you want this phone back? Yeah, because... I, otherwise, I won't get the name of the footballer. I, oh. I think one of the Sunderland players. I think Adam. Okay, John- so Premier League. Like. Yeah, I think. Okay. I think. I think it was Adam Johnson. I'm not what sure. What the fuck's he doing? Fucking a 14 year old. Because he can. Ah no. <laughs> I don't you say. Can. I don't say you should. No, no, no. But but I mean, like whatever about 16. Okay, whatever about 16. And looking at that girl, and she's dicked up with the makeup, and obviously she's probably developed in her womanly ways and what have you you know that's how I but a 14 I mean I don't care fucking I don't care if you're 18 you know what a 14 year old looks like and at 36 you know what a fucking 14 year old looks like and there's no way you should be in any way duped or deceived or whatever your defense is going to be maybe 15 but either way doesn't matter man you know yeah. anything i mean i'm at an age you know, like i said at 36 i'm at an age where i see young ones are fucking like 19 and 20 and shit and they look fucking like kids to me like it's yeah. desperate and <laughs> feeling <laughs> feeling more and more like a pedo every fucking day it's like that <sighs> chick fucking time. chloe grace moritz yes like i don't know what it is i mean i've always said like you know she's not Drop dead gorgeous, but there's definitely something about that girl that's cute, like you know that's all way. But I think she was only eighteen there recently, or hmm. seventeen. She's not fifteen, is it? Yeah, the she, B- the BBC she, are reporting here. She's legal. Okay, so what's to say? Have you got any more on it, or uh, what's his def- is there a defence in this? I, I I fell or anything like that, or <laughs> I slipped. Yeah, I slipped. I wasn't <laughs> yeah, wearing she, the right. She slipped and <laughs> yeah, and then slipped again and <laughs> what have you. No, they just said they arrested a twenty-seven-year-old footballer on suspicion of sexual activity with a girl under sixteen. Right. We'll so see. it's statutory rape. Yeah, we'll that carry a prison sentence. I have to imagine. Yes, even for a footballer. Yeah, good enough it for is. him. You know, I mean, because it is. I mean, like when you think about it. Okay, if she's fourteen, she's two years off being legal, but she's two years off, like literally being considered a child. Yeah. Like if she was twelve, you know that sort of way. I mean, if she was twelve, there'd be. I mean, he's, you know, there's clearly no no other term for this guy but paedophile. You know that sort of way, like so. I don't know, man. Good enough. He should be chemically castrated my way. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, consi- dip cons- his own nuts into acid. Yeah, it consists of like basically um, him in some weird kind of harness that <laughs> holds him by each ankle and by the neck so that he's like dropping the balls down yeah. as low as he possibly some can. Some sort of deranged Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And then just fucking some lad holds up his pecker like just leaving the balls dangling <laughs> and that's it. Fucking dip him in there. Yeah. Yeah. Who gets the job of holding the pecker? <laughs> The fourteen-year-old girl, she her father. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah he, now he just dips him like fucking like dunking a kid and fucking in the pool. Like, you know, yeah, that's it. But yeah, no, good enough for this motherfucker. I mean, like I said, whatever about potentially, you know, that I do remember there was a case years ago. Like I think a man, his name was never brought out because I think they did amend a law and all after this case. He was only ever known as like Mister X or something like that, and he wasn't a Bond villain. But um. Like that, the story goes like that he slept with some 15-year-old or something like that. But he picked her up in a nightclub. And that was his only defense he needed. Like, A, I think the place he was in was 21s or something. I think it was a nightclub attached to a hotel or something like that. And B, she was drinking. So she had to be 18 to be drinking. Like, so therefore, he had to safely assume that somebody ID'd her. It's not his job to ID her when no. he's on, in a premises that should be all people of legal age. That's it. But, um, but like he's that, a few beers on him, he's not thinking. No, but like whether he is or isn't, you know what I mean? At the end of the this day... sounds like transporting. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, there is an element of that, but, um, but yeah, no, he, like, he, I won't, I hate to say the term, he got away with it, because he didn't do anything wrong, you know, that sort of way, but he did get off, like, you know, that sort of way. Twice. What? Twice. Yes. <laughs> hey, didn't, but, um, yeah, so, that's fucking, that, oh, um, fucking live long and prosper. He did live long. He did. 83 is a good fucking age. It is. I'd On, be happy with 83. Yeah, the 27th of February. I'd be happy with 63. <laughs> yeah, I'd be happy with 53, folks, like this, right? Um, yeah, Mr. Leonard Nimoy, or Spock. Or, as you pointed out, but I did not know, Michael Bay's cousin. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. It you just looked disappeared. it up. I never knew he... I knew he did some directing and some writing shit and all, but I never... Because I knew he wrote and directed possibly the third Star Trek movie. Yeah. And, and but, Three um, Men and a Baby. Yeah, that was the one that shocked me. I was like, Leonard Nimoy made Three Men and a Baby? <laughs> Fucking directing the Gutenberg around yeah. screen. That's that's insane. And Ted Danson. Ted Danson and Selleck, wasn't it? 
Tom Selleck. Yeah. It was, yeah. Detached. <laughs> that's, a, that, now that's an 80s cast right there. But <laughs> if ever three guys should be brought back for a fucking movie, man, that is it. But uh, yeah, fucking Leonard Nimoy, man. Mm. That was that was. Uh, I don't know how the goot looks, but the the other two look okay. Bit oh yeah, Danson, yeah, looks grand. He mm. does that CSI, doesn't he? Or Poss- did? Possibly. Yeah, I think he did. Like he's mm. just grey as shit. Yeah, like, like those blue bloods. Yeah, mm. and he still looks pretty fucking alive. Um, I, I'm pretty sure Guttenberg looks somewhat decent because there's always this weird thing going on where anytime he's a, he's a stone cutter yeah anytime there's you know utterings of remakes and all there's two names that always pop up one was when you're talking about Beverly Hills Cup it's Judge Reinhold <laughs> and then the second one being anything to do with like Police Academy or anything kind of fucking Cocoon. in any way 80s yeah it's the Gutenberg like you know that sort of way and so I mean it is because he was, he was one of those like it was a staple of like 80s movies like you know that sort of way he was but uh yeah Leonard um, Nimoy the fucking writer director actor extraordinaire and apparently photographer apparently a fairly I don't know what makes you an accomplished photographer but apparently yeah, a fairly yeah, accomplished photographer take a photograph that's not blurry <laughs> yes there you go hey fuck I got an iPhone full of that <laughs> shit man I'm an accomplished photographer but yeah he died but um somebody else died don't <laughs> no, not not anywhere near <laughs> as important. Yeah, not anywhere near as important as Leonard Nimoy. That's the out. Without reading them, where we'd want to, yeah, just whip out an obituary. <laughs> but um, this guy anyway, whatever he died of, the, the story goes, he died. Um, supposedly, they didn't seem to have any cause of death from his death. Whatever the fuck happened, I don't know. Sometimes people just die. Yeah, but he, no, but he, I know he was young. It wasn't a case of, oh, like, this guy, 97, died. Like, he was like, ooh, what did he die of? Old. Yeah, <laughs> boredom at this stage. But, um, no, this guy died anyway and his family were putting it into the obituary and supposedly, wherever it was, again, I probably should have kept the page open on this, but it didn't particularly matter. All I'm going with is they had to, like, by law, apparently, you have to <laughs> list the cause of death in okay. the obituary. You can't just say, oh, Here's fucking James, he died. You have to say why. So because you had to, this guy was a comic book fan or something, so they actually put his cause of death as uh, an uppercut from Batman. (laughs) So why did he pick the Joker? I don't know, I mean, like, are they insinuating that this guy was bad? uh, Possibly. But anyhow, they went with an uppercut from Batman as his cause of death. And it went, like, this is in print now, goes out as, you know, James died, you know, got an uppercut from Batman. Like, you know, that's all right. So what do you reckon? If you had to have a cause of death... You know, and you, or you could, or maybe you could, um, like, not uh, not posthumous, obviously, whatever. While you're alive, whatever the fancy term mm. for that is, um, excuse me. If you could pick your, like, the way some people might pick what they want their funeral song to be or something like that. <laughs> if you could also pick your write up for your your obituary, what do you reckon? Could you could you think of anything, anything, uh, anything tasty to to put in there that people might get a chuckle out of or? Yeah, maybe sticking to superheroes like Batman or um, have at it, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, whatever you. I mean, I think if you, you know, if you could put in something like that, might have like a a shock value, but maybe a question mark to where people kind of go, "Really, is that how he died?" Like nobody's gonna believe if you say uppercut from Batman. But maybe you put in something else, like you know that sort of way. But I don't know. For the sake of this one, we'll, yeah, give us a superhero analogy if you got one of how you die. I've been sexed to death by Doctor Jane Foster. Well, she's not a superhero, but I'll she's give it to you. Film. She's in Tor, so I'll give it to you. So, but you see, the thing that, is... The, no, the real eviscerated by Wolverine. Okay, so just <laughs> sliced into yeah, a Torn puddle. apart. Yeah, sliced into a fucking <laughs> puddle, American Werewolf in London style yeah. by Wolverine, yeah. Yeah, because I was thinking, you know, funny how my train of thought was like trying to come up with something uh, along the lines of like that, like basically suffocated in the bosom of Wonder Woman <laughs> or something like that. You know, that's where Wonder Woman sat on me face like and and smothered me like, you know, that's sort of way. That was where I was going as well. But then I was kind of thinking as well, like, you know, you know, the Hulk is in a fight with fucking Abomination or something like that and picks you up to throw at him or something <laughs> like that. So, like, you know, you're literally, you were a weapon for the Hulk, like, but ultimately just smash off, like, your bones are just turned to fucking dust, <laughs> smashing off the abs of Abomination <laughs> or something like that. That's it, he doesn't care. No, he, no, he <laughs> just wipes you off, yeah, <laughs> picks you out of his belly button and keeps going. But, well, yeah, no, it's... I did think of the... And the original 76 Superman film where Lois Lane falls and Superman catches her. From the Eiffel Tower, was it? Or the whatever building in New York it is. Oh, the helicopter crashes. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. Is and uh, like Superman didn't adjust his speed to match hers, they and he sticks out his neck. arms, and he just snaps her neck, or she falls into three parts, like hitting his 
kind of iron, iron yeah, arms. Yeah, the head goes one way, the legs go the other, yeah, the torso the, goes straight Yeah, some, something like that. Yeah, cause it's, yeah, because that's the thing that, like, unfortunately, like most of the adaptations from comic books, they do ignore physics. Yeah. You know, that's sort of like, the one, because even, like, most recently is the TV series of The Flash. And then, like, in one of the opening episodes... He and it's actually in the opening credits. He like you know he's run down the street and this guy is about to get a smack of a taxi or something and he like after getting knocked off his bike and he like literally kind of starsky and hutches across the bonnet or kind of jumps over but catches this lad. But that's what they're saying. The speed he's moving at, he's gonna mm. just like a man's gonna be getting worse injuries by. It's like being hit by him. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like you say, unless Superman was to kind of fly up, but then kind of start flying down at a slower rate than what she's falling like to then like cushion her fall that's it like, yeah he, he's just catching her and breaking her up like you know because I think at least um, Days of Future Past with Quicksilver they kind of half acknowledged it when he put his hand on the back of Magneto's head and Magneto's like what are you doing he's like you know whiplash and he's like what he's like whiplash <laughs> like because he's basically he's supporting his head mm. like because he's going to run forward with him you know that sort of way <laughs> but then they're ignoring the fact that just because you're fast doesn't mean you're strong so how yeah. moving a fully grown man like just with pure yeah, speed I'm tired now we're gone 20 feet yeah you see this is the thing like that you know most you know where you really have to suspend belief because most of the comic book stuff like that yeah it's ultimately assumed that you became a world-class gymnast and super fucking strong yeah. at the same time as gaining whatever other ability you got especially within x-men and as soon as you become a vampire you can fight really yeah, I don't, well, you know i don't watch vampire shit yeah, but in every kind of film with that, the zombie apocalypse, you you can fight zombies. You can't. You mightn't be able to. Yeah, you, but like I you guess the zombie land rules. Yeah, but I guess that's no why. Cardio. I guess that's why you're following the the survivors. This is they're the ones who could fight. Nobody wants yeah. to see that film. That was the fat guy running down the road who got eaten <laughs> after like fucking twenty yards, like because the zombie caught up with him. You know that sort of way. But yeah, yeah. so you're gonna go with well, either fuck to death by Jane Foster or. But preferably that. Yeah. <laughs> although, what sort, although to, to be fair, what sort of a death is that? Because how do you go? Are you literally rolled raw to the point where you're bleeding from your dick and then yes. die? Or are you dehydrated from fucking... Ma- massive heart attack. Okay, yeah. So maybe it's a little quicker. Because yes. i got to imagine, you know, after... Well, at my age, the fourth time. But maybe at a younger age, the third or fourth time, you're probably getting a fucking a bit kind of raw hide and kind of going, this is no longer fun. I'm kind of just doing this so I can say I had sex. Like, <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I think I'll definitely, I'll go with suffocation by Wonder Woman sitting on my face. Okay. What do you got? Uh, there's Italians have invented a way of, of uh, transplanting heads onto other bodies. Or they say they're going to do it in the next couple of years. Whole heads? Yeah, you'll, if you're if you're dying or if you're getting your Stephen Hawking on, they can put your head on somebody else's body. Really? Say somebody who dies in a car crash or sex, sex to well, death by Doctor no, Jane Foster. Let's, let's just say somebody who got decapitated because I don't presume you want the body of somebody who died in a car crash. Well, I think Stephen Hawking would take somebody with no legs if he could get his arms back. Well, I guess yeah, yeah. but we're not somebody like Stephen nah. Hawking. Clearly, <laughs> he's much better looking than us. So if you were dying and you could pick somebody else's bodies right who would you go with oh that's a that's an interesting bit of a conundrum mm. there because it okay it's us now yes 36 years of age yeah fucking I get my body crushed hey how are they saving your head if your damage to your body is that Doesn't bad matter. no but these are the scientists <laughs> that have came up with it like, you know, this, maybe this, is, this is up here with records I'm never going to understand think, it maybe you have Say MS. Okay, right. So we're going. And with you need like you need a new body, a body that works. Right. Okay. Who um, who do you want to die? See, this so is the thing, right? Do you go with? Do you go with like say again? I'm gonna throw my head into the gutter here and say, do you get a woman's body? <laughs> Not because you want to be fucked, <laughs> but because you can just sit there playing with tits all day long, then yeah. and your oh, jubblies and all. Or is it no different to you then after week two? Like you kind of say it's no different after week tits, two. Like, yeah. Or then do you go with? Do you go then, a then baby's the, body then so you, that you, you can gr- you But you have your head and you've all the <laughs> women's hormonal things in there. Stop having PMS. <laughs> uh, Give up. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, right. So, abandon the woman's body. Do you go with a baby? Well, maybe not a baby, but do you go with like a toddler or something like that? So, you get a whole life again through that body? 
Or no, because I suppose well, you could have you have dementia at thirty six. I was just about to say, yeah, dementia sets in, so all of a sudden you're this babbling idiot in your twenties. So what's going to be yeah. different? Yeah, you'd be on Facebook typing crap like everybody else. Yeah, nobody will notice. Okay, so we'll scratch that one as well, right? And so I'm down to presumably looking yeah, for a, a fit is, male. Whose body do you want? Okay, whose body do I want? Um, I'm going to go say Brad Pitt Fight Club. That's on my top of my list here, Tyler really? Durden. Right, yeah, yeah but it's got to be, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but if, as a real person, I'm going to pick Ronaldo. Well, Brad Pitt's a real person. Yeah, but Tyler Durden isn't. <laughs> yeah, but Brad Pitt was that was Brad Pitt playing. Yeah, but no, he's not. He's older. Yeah, because appara- apparently he was in. Um, like apparently he wasn't in great health at all doing that. Like you know, he was really drawn out and like basically yeah. cut all water weight and all. He like, didn't. You don't walk well. around looking like that. Nah. You know that sort of way. Yeah, so I guess yeah, Ronaldo. No, do you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna go Ryan Reynolds. I'm gonna go Ryan Reynolds a la Amityville Horror, um, possibly 2005 ish. I mean that guy. He's got that weird long time in a five foot eight. Like I, I'm about the height of his torso, but he's got that weird torso. Like where he's got that long body, and it's like a fucking twelve pack. You know that sort of way. Like there's just that scene in it where his daughter has gone down to like the bow house or something. He gets disturbed in the middle of the night, and you know as as you do, it's his low cut pajamas, low cut pajamas, running out in his bare top, and yeah. you're just sitting there as a bloke kind of shunning away with your bag of Maltese in your hand, going, "I'm a maggot. Yeah. <laughs> I am just I, I am the fucking toe jam between that guy." Tomorrow I'll, I'll stop eating Maltesers. Yeah, yeah, he's shoveling an extra few Maltesers <laughs> down your neck. Yeah, I'm gonna say Ryan Reynolds, Amityville. Yeah. That's that's some good fucking shape. It is. Yeah, that, that dude's fit. Considering Brock Lesnar. <laughs> no fucking way. Imagine the upkeep on that body. Yeah. Now I know the Ryan amount, Reynolds. The amount of meat. Yeah, you can you get legally eat, eat like. Uh, no, I, I know Ryan Reynolds didn't get that body by fucking sitting on the couch. You know that's all right. But Brock Lesnar or like say Dwayne Johnson or something mm. like that, man. You're talking about living in the gym, like you know that's all right, twenty four seven. And they've got a lifetime of routine getting them to that point. At least I could look like Ryan you, Reynolds. You have your lazy head on. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, do I have to go? No, I could look like Ryan Reynolds for maybe two months <laughs> you know with, with doing nothing yeah. but if you're the rock or something you're going to be that saggy old guy then because like, mm. you're not keeping it up and everything's just falling south and <laughs> you just look like shit then you know you end up looking like fucking Danny DeVito instead <laughs> like you know you're like I took Dwayne Johnson look at me now it's like fucking twins and you got Arnie but you ended up like fucking DeVito like or Arnie now <laughs> or Arnie now you take your pick yeah he's just like a taller DeVito like <laughs> but uh yeah no uh, yeah like I say I'm gonna go Ryan Reynolds. Right, I'll pick Ronaldo. You go Ronaldo, okay. Although I think Ronaldo just seemed to buy that body. Because I mean, you ever see pictures of Ronaldo a few years prior to like all his money and all big spotty face, big greasy mm. head and them teeth all over the shop, like and all of a sudden the boy's a fucking pin up like after like two years of earning whatever the yeah. boy earns, like it's, it's a lot of money anyway. It's it's a lot. Yeah. Do you get his money when you get his body? Yeah, you see, because funny because you get the football skill. Do you get the brain? Does my brain well, have see, that skill? Yeah, we see because that's the thing because you know that's the physical attribute. Oh, you end up playing for Accrington. Yeah, you mentally have to be able to kind of like because I used to play a bit of five aside with some lads, and there was a couple of older boys than me. I would have been in my late twenties at the time, maybe. And there was a few older lads who I'll run all fucking day, man. That's just me. I'm like that kid just chasing the ball. I'm not playing football. I'm playing the ball, like you know. But these lads, their bodies were failing, but they clearly had a head for football. So they could mm. outplay me just by... Near, they, to me, it was nearly like they could anticipate what I was going to do because yeah. I was playing at such a basic level that they could anticipate where I was going you with the ball. You look like uh, when you see kids play, they all run at the ball. Yeah, it's just a swarm of yeah. children chasing the ball. That's yeah. me without the, the ball, swarm. The ball's gone, they're just running in a group. Yeah, because they're, they're following the guy in front of them. Yeah. Like, yeah, but yeah, see, that's the thing. And if you're only getting his body, then, then you're not getting his money now, which I would have to assume you are only getting his body because <laughs> like Mrs. Ronaldo's not sitting at home kind of going... Oh, my husband be home any minute now. Like, <laughs> even though he died in that car crash two weeks ago. <laughs> so, in, in comes this big ginger head yeah. on this, this tanned part. He's yeah. Portuguese, isn't yeah. he? This tanned Portuguese body, like, barely have to do two keepy uppies. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like, Put Mrs. Ronaldo's there. There's a great dick. 
not sure about the head anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which which do I want? Yeah. <laughs> Although for all you know, he's hung like a fucking pigeon, like yeah. you know, that sort of way. So maybe and she cheeses it with yeah, the money. You yeah. let the body go because we don't keep up the fucking workouts. You have a baby dick, and you've still got your own head. So all you got really out of deal is a tan. Yeah, a good three months in coppers. <laughs> yeah, that that's yeah, that's literally yeah. You could get one of those bogey masks. You know, they usually sell them at like train stations. You know, it's just a cardboard cutout of a dude's face. And you're yeah. just walking around with a hood up and there's Ronaldo mask on. Yeah. Like, or if you've Ronaldo money, I mean, it's going to be a big ask, but do you bring your head down to the plastic surgeon and say, do make me look like Ronaldo? It's not going to work. I mean, at one point, <laughs> <laughs> picture me and you lying at these operating tables, like, thumbs up in each other, kind of going, yeah, you must um, make me look like Ryan Reynolds and you look like Ronaldo. <laughs> it, wor- it, wor- it worked in face off, but those two items work for us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you can make Nick Cage look like fucking John Travolta yeah. and vice versa, yeah, body and all. Yeah. Nick Cage, skinny ass. <laughs> yeah. Travolta's fat ass yeah. fitting Nick Cage's skinny ass. Yeah, what did they do like to these guys? Yeah, I just <laughs> picture like the amount of bone and all you have to chisel That's away to make me look like Ryan Reynolds. That's, they put Travolta's <laughs> face on Nick Cage and did a a Cadbury's factory full of chocolate. <laughs> 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 They're just looking. <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm all pitching John Travolta, the big far fucking head in them, <laughs> this fucking whippets. <laughs> oh lord! Oh man! Oh, I have a laugh like that in a long time. This fucking whip its body like this, the horrible Nicholas Cage body. Like. <laughs> <laughs> then is Cage's fucking starved head. <laughs> and he just rolls into the, the whatever his hideout. Mm. And all the boys are going like, anybody see Nick today? He's looking a little fucking chubby. <laughs> And maybe the more you think about that film, it made no <laughs> sense. <laughs> maybe we should get the guys that done that to make us look like Ronaldo. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Just picturing that though, like you know, like that scene in the the fucking Tim Burton's Batman, like where Joker's handed the mirror, and like Travolta's handed the mirror, and he's all like. Oh, flawless. <laughs> and he just looks down. And he's like, oh, what the fuck, lads? <laughs> Why am I going to pull this off? Like, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Whew. Right. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, we need something to take these fucking tears of laughter on my eyes. <laughs> Delta Force. <laughs> yes, definitely. It's that time, people. The movie Box of Doom. Yeah. Whew. If anything would fucking take the laughter or a smile off a person's face, it's a. Uh, Oh my god, sorry. Oh. 1986's Delta Force. Um, budget of 9 million. Pulled off a box office of... What do you reckon? Uh, 30. 17. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes, oh man. Ooh. That's good. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, 20%. I would definitely possibly agree with them, if not say they're a bit mm. high. <laughs> uh, I- Thought it was good, you know, generic action film. Uh, apparently based on a true story. Well, the the first part when they're the in the desert, and all. That's, that's the Argo story. Yeah, but um, but it's also it's, it's kind of like they mixed up two things because the Argo thing was based on the embassy yeah. um, siege, whereas this was based on a hijacking that was supposedly mm. was legitimate. And what happened was the Delta Force is supposedly a real thing, and they yes. fucked up. They didn't save anybody. And they had one of the Delta Force guys on board helping them with the film. And when he realized that they were changing the end, and he apparently left in disgust and was like, no, I'm not being anything, having anything to do with this. And he fucked off. Um, then... <laughs> when he seen Chuck Norris on his street hawk bike, yeah, bombing around the, Beirut. <laughs> with these mortars, the shortest firing mortars I've ever seen, like, all of those six foot behind you, yeah. shoot, like, you're nearly singeing your own arse here by using them. <laughs> But um, supposedly as well, Lee Marvin was in pretty poor health. Apparently he died like six months later or something like that. Mm. But um, Charles Bronson was meant to play his part. All right. Uh, so much so that I'd say they're holy grail type things now, but the posters went out and all. Like pre, pre-production pre posters apparently was a thing back in the day to put out. And there's ones with Bronson and Norris on them. But yeah, it was a pretty poor fucking movie. Like, I mean, I, you know, even based on... 
uh, true story. I can't believe that two guys could hijack a fucking plane. They had hand grenades. <sighs> you need more hand grenades in films. Yeah, uh, although, I, I don't know, the varying effects of hand grenades from film to film would have me believe mm. that they're either massively effective <laughs> or, terrible. or terrible. Yeah, that yeah. they're going to kill people within a six-foot radius and nothing else. Like, right. well, if we ever hijack a plane and we're sitting down the back, uh, we take out our guns when we reach the front. Don't take out our guns and say this is a hijacking. Then have to go bomb past everybody. Walk by, yeah. yeah, but then... Um, just back to saying about like you know even if they had hand grenades it would put me into that kind of scenario of if somebody was to come up to you on the street and pull a knife and say to you get down that laneway would you go down the laneway no no I think he has as much chance if not more chance of stabbing me down the laneway as he has out on the public thoroughfare so I'll take my chances out on the public thoroughfare and to me the hijacking is no different if I was Mm. on a plane and somebody hijacked a plane Especially two guys that you think you might be able to coordinate with somebody else and say, fucking knock this cunt mm. out. Like, I will chance what happens in the sky on the plane, train, boat, whatever, rather than let them get me to where they want me and then God knows what happens Yeah, yeah. You know, that's I don't know, that's just my take on it though. But and the thing with the, the knife on the street, I think it's nine foot. Once you get nine foot away... They're like, going to give up the pursuit? No, no, no. They can't. The, the knife is useless. Like, oh yeah. I mean, I I would argue, four or five feet. Hmm. I mean, unless this guy has some massive, like you know, reflexes and lunging ability that he's going to come at you. Like, I I can't imagine that they could do much yes. to you. Like, it's literally a, a very close quarter. I'm not about within one or two yeah. feet of you. Like, you're standing toe to toe nearly. Oh, there's a imagine. guy standing right in front of you, and you're quick enough at kicking the nuts, and the knife's yeah, useless. Or I mean, if he's that close, I gotta think headbutt. Yeah, I gotta think head, but I gotta think you drive your head through his fucking nose, like you know that sort of way. But all the while, I think you gotta concentrate on, you know, not only isolating the knife, but as much on aggression, like you know that you, because know, to just try stop him swinging the knife, you, you you could still end up getting stabbed. Whereas if you like, you know, yes, put a hand to his hand or something to kind of nearly control it, but like at the same time be driving a fucking your right. forehead through his nose. Right. Back to Delta Force. Because <laughs> he hasn't got a grenade, he's got a knife. But yeah, anyway, Delta Force, yeah. It was, it was long as well. For a 1986 yeah, two movie, 209 was on the download mm. I had of it. Like, um, yeah, for a 1986 movie, pretty fucking long movie. Like, And especially given that you could have easily shaved... 20, 30 minutes off that movie. Like, mainly at the start, the whole hijacking in the airport, you know, scene. Like, you know, they were introducing people pre-hijacking that made no difference to the film. Mm. It would have been enough to just introduce them when they're being hijacked. Like, you know, that sort of way, like, and being taken hostage or whatever. Like, the Jewish couple and all this sort of crack. Yes, and Father O'Malley. Yeah, well, <laughs> what was the point of that guy? It was ridiculous. Um, he was yeah. he, he was a face though. I kind of recognise him. He was in the Dirty Dozen with Lee Marvin. He was in the Tarrying Inferno. He was in right. Cool Hand Luke. You know, a lot okay. of things. Yeah, I've seen Cool Hand Luke years ago, but mm. wouldn't remember anybody. He's the, from it. That's the egg, the duty, and all the eggs. Yeah, but uh, he, the the priest from Delphos, kind of the the top guy in the prison, and Luke becomes his mate after they fight. Okay, but um. Yeah, then, like, it, it, I have to say, though, because what happened was I was watching it, um, I, I watched it last, uh, on Saturday night, Louise went out for her auntie's party for, up to the house for a few drinks, so I said to myself, I said, okay, I'm going to sit down, put on some Delta Force, like that, got an hour and a half in, kind of going, they still aren't any closer to getting these people, like, what, <laughs> how long is this fucking movie, and that's when I checked it, and at this stage, I mean, it was only like 10 o'clock, but I was falling asleep, I was sitting in the chair, and I started to doze off, I was like, oh, fuck this, I'm going to bed, so I ended up, I watched, like, the the second half of it, like, the the, the deserty part of it, um, in a second sitting, but it was, that was the classic 80s kind of action film I was hoping for, like, lads nearly diving, like, synchronised swimmers as mm. they're being shot, and... Like, the chase when they're in the Volkswagen... Uh, in the van, van. It's yeah. like the, it's like the A team with a t- touch of death. Yeah, and but the weird thing is, like you know, why the fuck are you hanging out the side door of a van when there's clearly a shot out window at the back of it? <laughs> why are you even bothering to do anything you're like Norris. that? Yeah, this is it. But it was now that was the part where like it just none of it made any sense. 
even the whole storming of the what was it meant to be it was meant to be a school or something that they were holding them in or whatever it was even the whole storming of that and all made no sense like blowing a hole in the floor and all uh, and coming in and fucking you know supposedly no, no, nobody gets shot bar the bad guys and all like it's just classic yes. 80s fucking tripe like I'm glad we didn't have to go I'm glad we abandoned the questions though after watching yeah. that like because holy <laughs> shit like there was fucking how many Jews on the planet yeah, yeah, yeah. would have got fairly anti-Semitic fairly quickly <laughs> but um, yeah no it was it was what it was you mm. know what I mean I probably would have preferred uh, it was my mistake last week when we were talking and I was what I was talking about was missing an action obviously the whole putting the bag over the head with the rat right. and all you wanted rats on, on I wanted this. rats in a bag on your head yeah mm. but I'll uh, take the Elder Forest yes. it was okay the the young nun. Yes. Uh, she was in NYPD Blue. She was one of the I was going to say, because I ended up looking up the cast and all, and I did come across her, and she actually still looks pretty good. Um, I don't know how old the photo was. It was on, on IMDb, because like, she's only in her 50s or something now. All right. Let's check it out. But um, she wasn't a, wasn't a bad-looking chick, like, uh, you know what I mean? That's Because like, the rest of the cast, like I say... Although, funny enough, the, the dude, the main dude, the main bad guy, like, sort of thing, is, uh, they must have just touched him up with fucking a load of blade and fake tan or something, because he's mm. actually Amer- an American lad or something. Yeah, he's the dude from Jackie Brown. Oh, I didn't, I, I, I always say this every time this oh. film is mentioned, I can't remember whether or not I okay, did. Yeah, we don't care. I'm pretty Keep sure going. I walked out of the cinema. <laughs> Next. Pretty sure I walked Open out of the, the box. cinema. Open the box, dude. Let's get another one going. Okay, here we are. Hopefully, yeah, another gem. Uh, not that one. No, I just. Oddly, kind of stuck together. Nope. Come on, just one. Okay. The number station. Uh, Any of this? Want to bother looking it up, Brent? Or seeing as we have no clue what it is. Uh, you comprised this list, motherfucker. <laughs> I did. It looks like a bunch of bad films. Okay. I gonna guess something about numbers being broadcast into the sky for no particular reason. Okay. Sounds fucking exhilarating. I, I'm just opening. Very wrong. I'm opening IMDb here now, so let's see if we can come up with a better synopsis than James good job you're not writing the, mm. the fucking the, the tagline on the one sheets I think it's a bunch of numbers being yeah, shot into the no, sky there's, there's radio frequencies where numbers are broadcast into the into the atmosphere into the world okay. I think it's something to do with that oh it's a new film 2013 okay John Cusack ah so all of a sudden more interesting yeah all of a sudden I'm not as but okay um, a disgrace oh hang on it's, it's a longer fucking thing that I have to open up a disgraced black ops agent is dispatched to a remote CIA broadcast station to protect a code operator soon they find themselves no. in a life or death struggle to stop a deadly plot before it's too late that actually sounds okay and a little touch of what I said yes on the uh, right track. yeah you got John Cusick Nick Nolte. Um, I don't recognise the... Li- oh, do I recognise her? Malin Ackerman is her name. She looks oddly familiar, the leading lady. So we'll she's she's got to be the numbers chick. Hang on, yes. I'm just going to see what she's in. Yeah, I do recognise it. It's the chick from Watchmen. She was okay. in The Heartbreak Kid, and I think that 27 dresses, possibly. Okay. Um, Good-looking chick, you'd know her. Um, here she is here. I never knew her name. She's the one in uh, Watchmen. Um, fucking Captain fucking Fantastic, whatever the fuck you call him, motherfucker, the big blue dick guy. <laughs> his bit on the side. Uh, Liam Cunningham, again you'd recognise, generic He's Irish. guy. Is he Irish? Yeah. I always thought he was English for some reason. Was he in Dog Soldiers? Yes. He is the top, top guy. guy of the bad dudes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, <clears throat> and then... Yeah, a bunch of generic people there. No, that actually sounds okay. Directed by Caspar Barfold and wrote by Scott Fraser. All right. So. We'll give it a watch. Yes, we shall indeed. No choice in the matter. Indeed, as we always say. Cool, right. It's only an hour and a half as well, which uh, is grand. Yeah, after last week's. Yeah, after last long. week's extra long fucking 80s marathon of fucking synchronized diving. Right, we'll leave there. Uh, or do you want to give out about something else? I give out the Twitter thing and the Facebook thing and the other we thing. We might as well, I suppose. Yeah, if you want to get in touch with us at all, on Twitter it is at ERP Official. 
on Facebook. It's just the Emerald Reprobates podcast. We are on Google Chrome and yet to figure out what we're called on that. I guess or Emerald. Why we're on it. Or why we're on it. Yeah, I think it was something to do with just an email address because we're with a Gmail. It's emeraldreprobates at gmail.com. And I think you just automatically they get to throw your hat in We've no choice in the matter. Um, and then it's obviously www.emeraldreprobates.com if you want to check out any of the shit we're talking about or links to stuff if we pop them up. If I bother to root them out and whatnot. Um, other than that, do you want uh, to give out about anything else well, or shall we leave it there? People Call send it. us their heads on whatever bodies yeah, they want. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty fucking funny. Yeah. And uh, their superhero deaths. Yeah, if, if, you have a, if you have a pick for obituary deaths or, you know, whose body you take, or even better, if you're anyway half decent with Photoshop, put your head on somebody else's body. Yes. Or if you can find a picture of us, put our heads on somebody else's body. That's an elusive challenge for you right there. Find a picture of our heads. We've been fairly... Uh, our anonymity levels are fairly high where pictures of us are concerned. Yes, unless you watch Ear to the Ground from around Christmas. <laughs> exactly, then. Uh, although we do have a... I just haven't got around to scanning it in. When Trip was over, he did draw a picture of the two of us. Which... Yeah, I mean, if you it's showed it to somebody... I mean, it's better than a fucking a crime line. Yeah, yeah I'm going to get arrested if that appears on crime line. <laughs> yeah, you, you look oddly dodgy in that. That's a look like you've been punched in the eyes <laughs> but anyway we, we will well, probably scan that picture in a I'm up. Say the, the photo I gave was from a day at only two and, and a half three hours sleep <laughs> yeah well okay well, well, I'll allow it yes. right then okay for me Derek it's goodbye and from James goodbye jog on